0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Juice and Toya podcast, brought to you by 1 Body Los Angeles. I am your co-host Juice,
1: and I am Toya. Welcome back to Welcome episode back 4. Episode
0: 4, four baby, we here of
1: our Juice and Toya podcast. Man, so, man. we're excited. This has been really fun, honestly. It's been
0: <laughs> Honestly, this podcast is just what we do on a normal basis. Like we have conversations like between ourselves and you just you're just here to join the the conversation, conversation. you know what I mean? So, uh Real quick housekeeping before we get started.
1: Yeah, we have a fun conversation today, but hey. a little bit of housekeeping. If you're listening to this, Kansas City, we are coming to you with a live workout as part of our summer sweat series. So yes. if you're listening to this, signups are open right now. We will be there August twelfth, bringing you a fire workout. We're coming to have some fun. Yeah. Um. So don't miss out. That we finished L. A. And it was a blast. We have Houston this week. Yeah. We cannot wait. And then we have Kansas City. So if you're in the Kansas City area or in the surrounding Midwest, we all know that that is a drivable distance if you live in any part (laughs) of the radius. So even if you're not in the Kansas City area and you want to come join us, come join us. It's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait.
0: And tickets are limited. So be sure to get your tickets as soon as they come out because um, Houston sold out fast. And granted, that's my hometown. And I had a few friends and actually the majority of people that we don't really know so um get those tickets quick They're, they will go fast and uh we're trying to keep it small and intimate we're not doing you know hundreds of people um i think we're going to do like 30 people max in this one so try to get your tickets as early as you can and uh, get your spot so we can have some fun so uh summer right. sweat Kansas City, we're coming to you. And uh, we'll do some more cities. We're, we're still trying to plan out the year. Like travel is crazy this year, but uh, we would love to come to some different cities. So yeah, drop some comment suggestions where you want us to come and uh, we'll try to make it happen.
1: We see all your comment suggestions yeah, of the cities for sure. and we love it. So like you said, let us know where you want us to come. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll do more <laughs> of these in the future for sure. So,
0: um, Also, we have some brand new merch dropping too within the next week or so. We are in partnership, One Body Los Angeles, in partnership with Lululemon. So check out our merch. We have some merch on our website right now, One Body la.com you can check out some of our lululemon merch but we got some brand new styles coming in we got some short sleeves some tanks and all of biker
1: that. shorts with pockets oh
0: yeah oh yeah so, <laughs> so uh lululemon has the best clothes on earth so uh go check that out right now but in a week or so we will be dropping those new clothes as well so just had to put that brand out new. there real quick so that's the quick housekeeping let's get into it let's so get into it you, you saw this title and you're probably wondering what, what is this about so i have had this I don't know what it is. I've had this hypothetical running through my brain for a long time. And the question is, if your body, what what if your body could talk to you, verbally talk to you? Like, like your what, organs open your their organs, mouth and speak. Your muscles, your bones, your blood, <laughs> your brain. Well, your brain already talks to you, but.
1: It's almost like, what if your dog could talk to you? You always yeah. wonder. It's like. What if what about your own
0: how would life be if your body could verbally talk to you on a daily basis would it be annoying like would it be like Helpful? I'm sure it would be helpful because yeah. your body's telling you what it needs every day and your body's probably very needy I don't know <laughs> would it be needy would it be you know I
1: don't I, know that depends
0: what do you think like what like so, if your body like <laughs> take us through a day of what your body like how would your body talk to you on a, on a daily basis?
1: Like, me specifically? You
0: specifically.
1: Well, when I wake up in the morning, it would probably be like, why are we up? (laughs) I love sleeping. So it would probably be like, why are you awake already? You know, if I've gotten my eight hours, maybe not. But very first thing in the morning, I think that my brain would probably be like, lay back down. (laughs) And I would be like, no, we have to get up and work. And my brain would be like, but I don't want to lay back down.
0: Yeah, I feel like it would be very conflicting, especially... I guess I'm trying to look at it in a sense of is each individual body part talking to you or is it just one Mm -hmm. collective group? Like, you know know, what I mean? That's
1: actually, I think it would be one collective. Like I think inside of you is a voice that is your body and then on the outside of you. Right. So I guess that inner voice would tell me lay back down. (laughs) But now that you say that, when you are talking to yourself in your head, is that yeah. not that inner voice?
0: I think, See, that's... Like, if I'm, like, sitting here right now
1: thinking, like, I'm hungry, but I don't say it out loud, yeah. that is an inner voice, no?
0: Yeah, that's your inner voice. So, I think it's a collective, a collective thing, because you have things throughout the day that tell you, oh, I'm hungry, oh, I'm thirsty, oh, I'm pretty, I'm feeling tight, oh, my neck hurts, you know what I mean? Those are, like, I guess...
1: So, your body does talk to you.
0: It does talk to you. It just doesn't tell you it you, you feel it i guess um
1: so what are then you're saying like <laughs> like for example if you were dehydrated yeah. what would it say to you if you were tight like you're saying that yeah, like, specifically like okay
0: I, i'm thinking and then also does does uh your body would it like talk to you how you you talk like
1: yeah i think so i think my like body yo would bro have my... you haven't
0: drank water all day i need Sixty ounces right now.
1: Right now. Oh,
0: I'm shutting this whole party down. Like the
1: whole body will be shut down.
0: I'm you 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 heard a Charlie horse. Have you heard of Charlie Horse? If you don't drink water, you will meet Charlie
1: Horse. Well, I think that if our bodies could physically speak to us, yes, I think that they would have an attitude <laughs> with you in a situation like yeah. that. Or if you had a good workout, your body might be like, Dang girl, that was a good workout, D- like good job, girl. like high five, you know. Like
0: But also I feel like would your body care about your um, aspirations? Because I feel like, in a sense, your body would be selfish. Like your body only cares about one thing: making sure it has the nutrients, food, water, you know, everything it needs to be to survive. So I feel like, would your does your body care that you have? Um, if you're trying to grow a, a YouTube channel or a business or like? Is it worried about that, or is it more so worried about? I think it's itself? just worried about sustaining
1: absolutely would probably be selfish in a sense of like sustaining the organs because that is its job you know like i think our body would be that voice would be selfish in terms of like i understand you want to stay up and finish this video but if you don't get some rest we're going to be so fatigued tomorrow that you're not doing any work so it's
0: understanding it's selfish but like it's understanding is what you're trying to say
1: yeah. Like it wants to survive. Yeah. So if we don't give it the things to survive, like if, like you said, if you're dehydrated, it's it's telling you, okay, I told you, give me water now or yeah. I will shut this party down yeah. quickly.
0: I could, I could see that. But I guess putting it like this, it has every right to be selfish because without your body, without your body, nothing else can happen. So I guess it makes sense for it to be like, you know, I don't care about what you got going on. Yo, we need food or I need, yeah. I need protein.
1: Yeah, well, because without those things, like we say all this to say your body does talk to you, right? Yeah. And so without those things, like if your body's like, I need water and you keep saying like, I don't care. Yeah. All right, fine. I tried to tell you I need water. Now you're extremely dehydrated. You're about yeah. to pass out.
0: Okay. Let me put it like this. How would your body talk to you? Um, You know, let's say, you know, we, we, we eat generally healthy throughout the week. We work out. We do all the right things. We like to feel good, mm-hmm. which is why we, you know, do the things we do. But on the weekends, you know, on vacation, we like to sometimes enjoy some different foods, mm-hmm. some foods that aren't necessarily great for us, um, maybe even alcohol. What would your body say? Do you think your body's understanding? Like, oh, go have fun, you know, or is it just like, like, bro, you know, you don't need that. I right? think...
1: <laughs> i think to an extent <laughs> to so an extent, okay. i think my body absolutely is like girl have fun enjoy yourself mm-hmm. you deserve it to a limit because <laughs> <laughs> seriously too much tequila too much wine let me start with wine too go. much wine for me i break out really Boom. bad i'm really fatigued yeah and a wine headache is not fun no. right but a glass of wine Probably those things aren't gonna happen. Two glasses, my body's like, okay. Three glasses are like done, done. Yeah. You I told you at two, okay, <laughs> you didn't listen to me. And that's what you get. It's yeah. like when you're when you're growing up, you don't listen to your parents. Mm. They usually know best. They tell you not to do something like jumping on the couch. Don't yeah. jump on the couch. For sure. <laughs>
0: keep jumping <laughs> keep on jumping. the couch. Or or and don't then boom. Or don't touch the oven. It's gonna yeah. burn you. Or don't touch the stove. what do right. you
1: do? So I think it's just like that, or like food. For example, recently randomly discovered I have some type of lactose. Like I used to eat Greek yeah. yogurt all the time Welcome and whatever ice cream I wanted to, it's not the case anymore. Yeah. I don't know how that happened. So now I'm like, oh, I can have Greek yogurt, it's fine. I eat a Greek yogurt and I'm like, yeah. oh, my stomach hurts, you know. So yeah. I think with certain foods, with alcohol, Yes, of course. Like enjoy yourself in moderation, but with any foods that mm-hmm. are any food in general. If I eat too much in general, yeah. if you're full, think about when you're really really full and you're like, I'm gonna keep eating. It yeah, it's your get, body's like yo. Usually get a stomachache, <laughs> yeah. right? So I think our my body personally would be like, you knew better, you did it anyways. Correct. Now you're gonna deal with the consequences, like everything else in life. <laughs> yeah, I
0: feel like our bodies would be our parent in that sense, like, like how you just said, because, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's it's like, you have your outer voice or your outer self and your inner self, you know, your outer self obviously wants to do all the right things, right? Mm-hmm. It wants to, um, or your outer self just wants to live, right? It just wants to go about life, you know, obviously we want to do the right things, we want to have fun, we want to enjoy the fruits of what life has to offer. But then the inside is more realistic. I feel like the inside is like, yeah have your little fun but hey we have life to live like we have things that need to be taken care of um you know we need all the necessities to make sure we're healthy to make sure we have you know longevity and this kind of goes into like you know we talk about our business called one body like you only our, our motto is you only get one right you you can't you know if you drink every day if you drink alcohol every day at some point your liver and your kidneys they're they're done and you can't just go to walmart and buy a new kidney and a new liver and be good right that's that's it. Like you only get one. You only Wait get... till twenty. Yeah, fifty five. I <laughs> yeah. don't know this world. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> exactly. I mean, you never know. But at the end of the day, you can't get a new body. You this can is The one. This is the one that you get. So the name of the game is all about longevity, right? Everybody has a different, um, has a different motivation for working out. Some people want to want the aesthetics. Some people want to feel good. Some people just want to be able to move. And are just blessed to move their body every day. Yeah. But for the most part, people who go to the gym every day, who put energy into their body, who eat, you know, focus on the nutrition, everything that goes into being healthy, the name of the game, I think we can all collectively say, like, we're here because we want longevity, right? We want to live as long as possible. We want to move our bodies, you know, as long as possible. And I think our body, you know, talks to us in a lot of different ways. So, Where we're getting at this topic today is, you know, while our body can't verbally talk to us, it talks to us. Right. And and it's just a matter of us listening or, you know, some people just don't know how to listen to your body. And that's what this podcast is all about, is learning the different areas in which
1: understanding your body's language.
0: there we go. I Boom. couldn't get it out, but that was it.
1: <laughs> understanding the that language. So
0: maybe that'll be the title of the podcast. Understanding your body's language. Yeah,
1: obviously, it would be much yeah. easier, especially when it comes to what should I eat because everyone's yeah. body is different. What workouts suit me best, right? It would be so easy if I told my body, hey, girl, I'm trying to grow hey, your girl. glutes. And my body says, go do some hip thrusts and then eat some chicken and sweet potato. I'd be like, okay, cool. Right. Or if my body was like, I do not like Greek yogurt, I'd be like, all right, then we're not going to give you any more Greek yogurt. Right. It would be so nice if my body just physically straight up told me, this is what I need. This is what I don't need. This is what you need to do. I'd be doing that. Right. And and I personally
0: think the key to longevity is listening to your body. Like if -hmm. if our bodies could literally verbally tell you what it needed on, on any given basis, We would live until 150. Like, we would be... 250. Maybe 250 because we would have everything our body needed at any given... Or at least we knew... It would tell us. Like, (laughs) this is what I need. We knew what our body would need at any given moment. Mm -hmm. or And I even think in a sense of, like, imagine if our body could talk to us during, like, around COVID. Like, we would know we have COVID before we took the test.
1: I don't feel good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our body was like, yo, I don't know what foreign... Substances. I knew before I took the test.
1: I was like, (laughs) something doesn't feel right. But I'm saying before the
0: symptoms even come, like I feel like your body, any sickness, any
1: sickness, any injury, that would be like your Achilles. Your body could be like, my Achilles is about to snap. I'm hanging (laughs) up. Please don't go play basketball. Oh my god, I could have
0: used that back in November. (laughs) See, yeah, or so
1: it's with any anything. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I think the the name of the gang is learning your body's language. Buys you longevity, allows you to live a life that's you know free. Like you feel good, you know you're able to give your body what it needs, and you're able honestly, like say you have a six week program, you would have your body would tell you everything it needed to supplement that program just just to make sure you get where you need to be. You know what I mean? So,
1: so where um, we want to take this today really is like teaching you (laughs) how how to to listen to your body and understanding your body's language because although it isn't verbal, your body does speak to you. Yeah. It does tell you most of the time things that are wrong. Think about when you first get sick, you feel off. You feel like, oh, maybe I have a headache or my body's achy. Like your body is speaking to you yeah. um, recovery-wise. If you're not recovering enough, if you're dehydrated, if you're hungry. <laughs> my body definitely speaks to me when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we want to just kind of go over some of the ways that your body does talk to you and what those things could mean, or like identifying um, the language.
0: Yeah, so let's just kind of we'll go down the list of everything in regards to health and fitness. So let's start with like working out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in, whether it's in the process of working out, before your workout, after your workout, um, your body talks to you in a lot of different ways. So for me, for example, I can only use myself just because it just happened this morning. But today. Or I didn't get a lot of sleep. I got maybe four hours of sleep, and that was just because it was just one of those nights where I just had to get a lot done. I can get nine hours of sleep tonight if I wanted to, but I woke up this morning. Um, I wanted to work out, and that was one of my priorities today. It was like I have to get in the workout. You know, I don't. You know, I can't, I can't start a Monday without moving my body. And
1: we fly tomorrow. And
0: we yeah, and we hopping on a flight tomorrow. So my first instinct was like, all right, I know only got four hours of sleep. I'm tired but I want to move my body. I need to move my body. And today was more so for mental health. Like I just need to move. That's mm-hmm. that's what helps me out. So today I knew I didn't have the energy and I, I try my best to do the little things to try to give me something to where I'm not going into that workout. Um, Cause it's broke, fix, broke, right? If you're, if you're, um, sometimes when you get too much sleep, you, you know, you're too rested and that can make you like lazy during the workout. If you get enough sleep, you feel good. If you don't get a lot of sleep, you know, you you feel bad. So I knew that I didn't have the proper rest. And I can't do my normal workout today. I couldn't do my heavy leg day that I normally do. So I just did some steady state cardio just to move my body. But before I even got into the workout, my body was talking to me. It was like, yo, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. Please do not put me through something strenuous. Make sure you stretch today. I got in a nice stretch. I rolled out and my workout turned out to be great. And now I feel for four hours of sleep, I feel pretty energetic. You That's great. I mean? <laughs> so it's really good. Um, you know, it's just me recognizing that. Like when I was 22, 23 I was four hours of sleep. Oh,
1: you would have pr would oh, on your deadlift. Oh yeah,
0: today. I would I would have broke some records. It didn't matter because I was so obviously when you're younger. You know what I mean. You don't listen to your body a lot because you kind of take a lot of things for granted um, when you have a little bit of uh, youthfulness Youth. <laughs> <laughs> behind you. But as you get older and as you turn thirty. You start to realize that you know you have to, and obviously it takes getting injured and a lot of things happening. But you have to learn how to. Sometimes you have to dial it back a little bit, or sometimes where you might be in a moment, you might feel good, you can push it a little bit more. You know, even within the workout, um, you can push it. So that was just that's just a quick example of understanding my situation, understanding that I didn't necessarily have the things that will supplement my normal workout, but. I did the things that I needed to do in order to um, prioritize my workout today and make it happen. So
1: Another way you can listen to your body while working out is, let's say, for example, you try to do a heavy leg day and you get in there, you're achy, you're not feeling it, and Mm -hmm. you try to push through it. Or you don't warm up properly or something to where your knees are like... (laughs) quad if you want to and you go into it and you're not feeling it and you try to push through it anyways and you injure yourself Mm. right sometimes if you're feeling deep in your soul today is not a day to be trying to hit a pr yeah don't try to hit that pr but then on the flip side there's times where it is just laziness right you know your body you Mm. know if you're not feeling it because you're fatigued or you're achy or Mm -hmm. you're dealing with some inflammation or you know if you're not feeling it because you'd rather stay home and watch tv yeah right like (laughs) you know yourself on what to push through and we get asked all the time like i don't feel good should i work out yeah i don't know what's wrong with you right Uh and if you're not feeling good because you're getting sick it's probably not the smartest thing to go try to push your body and give it more to recover from but if you're just not feeling it yeah. they have a little dance party, get out of the <laughs> funk and then go work out. She's
0: been heavy on this dance party lately. Like whenever Try I'm not to into out the it, vibes. She'll she'll put on a song and dance for three minutes. Sometimes it helps though, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So yeah. Um another instance, and you kinda just mentioned it. Let's say you're working out and you, you got some knee pain, right? You don't you're doing some lunges and you know, your knee doesn't necessarily hurt all the time when you're doing lunges, but this particular workout, my knee's hurting. And you do another lunge, you're like, ah, it's hurting. Sometimes you want to tough it out and get through it. But at the end of the day, you got to look at it as, you know, we're training, right? We're not performing. In most, most cases, we're training. We're mm-hmm. not performing. We're not, we're not in the NBA. We're not in the NFL. We're not professional athletes. I
1: definitely right? could have been in the NBA.
0: Okay. So we're not in the NBA. <laughs> we're not in the NFL. We're not, we don't have to perform, right? Yeah. Sometimes your body... You know, something, a freak accident can happen. You might have some tightness in your quads and your body's telling you like, yo, something's tight. I'm going to keep pushing this pain on you until you realize that we shouldn't do this anymore. There are sometimes where I do a first set and my knee hurts and then it completely goes away. And sometimes it's just tense. And, yeah. and once you get that blood flow, it goes through it. So you just have to learn how to listen to your body and understand it's okay to dial back a little bit you don't have to you know you don't have to do those lunges today you can do a different exercise that can be still effective um, and, and be an alternative to those lunges and still you know get through your leg day and sometimes honestly less is more sometimes you just have to take a l i can't tell you how many times where i go into a monday i'm, I'm ambitious i'm trying to hit these mondays numbers. are his leg days That's mondays leg day if you haven't listened to our um if you haven't listened to how to create your own training program, go listen to that episode, but Monday is leg day for me, and sometimes I go into a leg day. I'm ready, I'm hyped up. it's Monday. I'm trying to start my my uh, week off with a good workout. And everything just starts to hurt. Like, I feel like everything just broke down I don't know where My hips are hurting. My knees are hurting. And it could be a particular morning where I might have gotten great sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having a great morning. You know, I have my morning coffee, everything. And I get to the gym and everything just hurts or something's breaking down. And there's been times where I just, I take, you got to, sometimes you got to take an L and less is more. You have to learn where some things you can push through and it's just mental. And you just, you know, sometimes it's just laziness, but sometimes it's literally your body saying, bro. Not today. Not today. Like, I know you, you I know you had plans today, but, you know, we need to reroute. I literally switched that whole workout, and I just did my upper body day. And at the end of the day, I still felt good because, granted, I didn't get when I wanted to get done, but I made something happen to where I got in my workout, and I still got better that day. So it made me feel a lot better about, you know. And then
1: when you do the lower body day the next day, it might even be a better lower body yeah. day than you would have had Correct. on that Monday. And, so.
0: and it usually is. Yeah. Um, so,
1: listening to your body sometimes means switching the workouts, and yeah. that's okay too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
0: let's segue that into um, recovery. Yeah. Because, again, you know, we have people um, on our YouTube channel and, and people who have been commenting and they, they're they they're really into their fitness. There are a lot of people who are really getting into their body and they're, they're ambitious and they're. You know, they built a completely different lifestyle as far as, you know, really want wanting to progress their bodies. And sometimes people, um, you know, you have to you have to go through a program. You have to go through some consistency um, with working out to really understand what your body needs in a sense of recovery and recovery comes in a lot of different forms. Right. Recovery comes in stretching and comes in sleeping and comes in your nutrition and comes in even your mental health. Right. If you're not mentally there your your recovery yeah your body you know stress is a silent killer like your body will literally not recover just because you have too much going on your body is under stress so um in a sense of recovery let's talk about soreness right your body soreness is just your body telling you that you 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 ripped up some muscle fibers In in a sense that's a good thing right you you work the muscles that you were wanting to work um sometimes it might be a little overkill sometimes your body's like, yo. That was that was a lot. Like, give me some time to recover. And sometimes it's like, yeah, that was a lot, but you can, you know, let's keep moving, right? Let's keep the blood flowing. Let's keep things going. So mm-hmm. um, it's understanding like what's, I think people, when they first start training and they get sore, they're like, ah, I shouldn't work out.
1: Yeah. Because it's. My legs are sore. Are you sure I should be doing legs? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Right. And it's understanding like when to keep moving and when to kind of dial it back so give yourself time exactly so if you're crazy sore and you're let's say you did a leg day on monday wednesday you're sore i mean you can barely sit down you can barely move probably shouldn't do legs for a while give your give your body time to recover you're not going to be a hundred percent um when you want to do those legs again or whatever muscle group you're working but listen to your body in the sense of if you can perform the movements and and feel good about it uh within your workout then you know that that's a that's a good sign that you're okay. But if you can't move <laughs> during your workout, then that's a that's yeah. a sign that you should just do something else.
1: And other signs of recovery, you might notice. You know, let's say every day in a week, you're so fatigued, yeah. you're not getting through your workouts. You're noticing that your weights are decreasing. You can't lift like you used to. Um, if you're a runner or cardio, you might notice that is you're more sluggish. You know, so if you're starting to notice signs of like you're not progressing. Um, you may not be recovering properly. Yeah. Um, and like he said, it could be anything from you're stressed, you're not getting proper sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of times people will say, I'm I'm not recovering right. What do I need to change?
0: I have no clue.
1: A lot could be going <laughs> wrong, be or it could be days. one thing, you know, like you could say, like, my I'm eating well, I'm getting eight hours, da da da. Are you drinking enough water? Yeah. Those eight hours of sleep are you getting? Are you truly sleeping eight mm. hours or are you laying down? And then on your phone, and then like by the time you really fall asleep, you're getting six and a half, you know? So your body does talk to you when it needs more recovery. Um, injuries sometimes can be a sign that you're not recovering, and that could be from not warming up properly, not cooling down properly, not stretching, not getting in the mobility work, so many different things. So if you're feeling signs of fatigue, if you're feeling like I'm not progressing or, um, you're always sore. You know, yeah. there's. it's good to be sore from your workout, but it also, if you're not sore, it doesn't mean you're not doing it right, yes. right? Like the goal shouldn't be, I want to be so sore today. That shouldn't be- <laughs> That's
0: how I used to be. Yeah, I was it's sore, not, I was sore no chasing. pain, no
1: gain is not always the right thing to say. So yeah. sometimes, you know, um, if you're sore all of the time, you're probably not recovering properly. Yeah. So um, yeah, listen to your body when it comes to just the signs that it's telling you in terms of recovery around your workouts, but also around when you're not working out too. Like if you Mm -hmm. are taking a rest day, see how you feel on that rest day. Are you so sluggish and fatigued that you're like, man, like I'm glad I'm not working out today. Or is it just like, you know, I feel good. I just need a day to recover. Yeah.
0: And I think a a easy one that again, I'm, I'm preaching to myself, but a easy one and a big one is sleep. Like is, is, a lot of times people, you know, we can we can go to sleep or be in bed for eight hours, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting eight quality mm-hmm. hours of sleep. And I think that's one thing that I learned over time. Like, I used to be that guy, Toy knows, I used to be that guy who, you know, get that six, uh, five to six hours, I'm good. Like, I I can survive the day. But as I got older, like I said, it I started to feel the difference. And even when I was more disciplined and she finally figured out how to get me to bed at least by nine or nine 30, I still, you know, even though I was in bed for seven to eight hours, I still felt like I wasn't getting quality sleep. And that's where, you know, you really have to be mindful of that. And also for me, sleep is for me means shutting my brain off. Mm-hmm. If I don't shut my brain off, if I don't cut off like social media, if I don't cut off tasks that I need to do, then I'm not going to get a quality amount of sleep. I can't tell you how many times I where I've woken up in the middle of the night and thought about something like, oh, shoot, I forgot yeah. to email or I forgot to write this program for my client who needs it at 6 a.m., you know what I mean? And it affects your sleep. And, you know, one thing that kind of showed me that was, um, what's the name of the brand? Uh, Whoop. Mm-hmm. I had a Whoop watch. And if you don't know what a Whoop watch is, it's a... Um, it's a company that basically it's like a, a fitness watch. It tells you your calories, your calorie burn. It tells you a lot of different things. But the biggest reason that I used the Whoop was to really understand my sleep. And I could, you could wear it overnight, and it gives you your sleep score every morning. So I, I had the Whoop for about, I say about six weeks or so before I was like, all right, I got too many watches. Like I can't wear a Apple Watch and a Whoop. I did it at the same time, honestly, to try to compare the two. Um, but the Whoop, it. it it made me get to sleep at a good times where I would um, I would go to sleep for eight hours and then the woop would tell me like, yo, you got five hours of sleep and you spent 45 minutes in REM. And I was like, what? I was in bed for eight hours. Yeah. How did I only get five hours of sleep? So um, it just goes to show that, you know, turning your brain off, um, like I said, mental health, right? Making sure your stress levels are low. That's going to make sure that you're getting quality sleep and sleep. I think for me personally is the most important aspect of recovery in the sense of making sure that I have the energy that I need to have in order to perform every day. So, um yeah. that's just in the sense of recovery. Again, go down that checklist. If you feel like you're not recovering properly, you know, listen to your body, you know, check down the water, the the, the stretching, the sleep. Go down the checklist and make sure that you're doing all those different things and if you aren't, then I guarantee you improve one of those things you you'll recover a lot a lot more efficiently. And
1: that kind of leads us you into know? listening to your body with injuries. There are times that freak injuries happen like the Achilles. You know, he goodness. had no Achilles pain. He had
0: nothing. No, no signs, calf no
1: calf pain. It just happened. Wow. And same thing could be like, you know, you could be hiking and like trip and fall or just anything. Like it it doesn't have to be you know, like, oh, I felt knee pain. I should have listened. I pushed my knee and now I have a tear, whatever, you know? So, but sometimes you do have the symptoms and Mm -hmm. the signs. And if you keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, eventually there will be a tear or an injury or a break or whatever, you know? So having proper recovery, your body is telling you these things so that something else bad doesn't happen. And it could be the same thing, like he said, if you're drinking a lot or, Eating poorly, your mm-hmm. body is going to start telling you by different symptoms that things are shutting down. You can't go buy a new liver. You can't go buy <laughs> a new body, right? Boy, so it, if you're nice. putting all of these bad things into your body, regardless of what they are, um, your body will tell you. And yeah. if you don't listen, then and not,
0: now that I think about it, I don't think I've had a single injury, like major injury. I've torn my MCL twice. Um, I
1: don't think I've had a major injury. I've torn my. I mean, I
0: I I, kind of mixed up like my point. I was saying I don't think, (laughs) I don't think I've had a major injury to where I could see the signs of it coming.
1: Right. That's that's what I was going to say. Okay. They were
0: all like freak accidents. Like I remember, like in college, I tore my MCL. I was backpedaling and it just gave out. It wasn't like I didn't make a crazy cut. I didn't. Like have pain
1: up. right before, and yeah. then you're like, oh, I shouldn't backpedal. Yeah, I
0: didn't jump up and land improperly. I literally was backpedaling. Like yeah. one of the most simple football drills that you can do, and pop, it mm-hmm. just gave out. But in hindsight, right, I could probably guarantee you that I might not have had maybe not enough. My nutrition might not have been there. It, yeah, it, We're practicing in 90, 100-degree heat. Probably my hydration wasn't there. I was probably super tight. I know for a fact in college I wasn't getting enough getting enough sleep. You know what I mean. So in hindsight, I can. It's an accumulation of right. things that can lead to freak accidents, right? Your body sometimes, even though you may feel good on the outside, your body sometimes is like, I can't take it anymore. Pop, boom. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So you really have to make sure that even though, even if you feel great, sometimes know that your body needs thing It's always, that's why I asked if if your body would be annoying because I feel like it will always want something something. or need something Mm -hmm. to make sure that everything's intact or everything is, you know, uh, performing properly. Yeah. That is so.
1: And I think with diet and nutrition, that's kind of leading us to our next topic. There are Mm -hmm. so many different things that your body could tell you and everyone's body is so different you yeah. know someone might have a food allergy let's say to peanuts and if i tell you peanut butter is one of the greatest foods and you should eat it every single day you're done right and so <laughs> i think with diet and nutrition i think a lot of times people are like what should i eat what should i eat and yep. it whatever feels good to you is yep. really what i want to say mm-hmm. all the time because rice grains for example This is something like, especially if you've been following us for a while, I used to eat rice every day. I loved rice. And four or five years ago, like I just was developing these rashes and just having this insane bloating. And it wasn't just like, oh, I'm bloated. I mean, it was like. Pregnant. Like I had a a huge rock in my, a boulder in my stomach. Like I kid you not, I went to doctors and Mm -hmm. we finally pinned it down to, I was drinking this protein powder with rice protein. protein. And I was having, I mean, when I tell you, I took everything out of my diet to try to figure out what was going on. We literally went vegan for
0: like four or five months. We,
1: I mean, it was like literally. And so finally one day I'd only made smoothies and then, it went to where I was just eating like chicken and rice. I was trying to be bland. And yeah. so anyways, I can have rice cakes, but I cannot eat a bowl of rice. Yeah. I cannot have rice protein, um, perfect bars. They're made with mm-hmm. rice. But I can't have those. Like there are certain foods that I eat it. And a couple hours later, I mean, and it's painful. It's, yeah. And then I'll get like a rash on my forehead. It's wild.
0: I kid you not. Like the, the first time we c- kind of recognized it, like she literally looked, five months pregnant. like in that's an how, instant. In an instant. It's almost like you can see her stomach expanding yeah. because of the, the insensitive.
1: And I should like post or share pictures one day because when I explain it to people Nobody they're like oh, oh like it's just bloating. It's just bloating. Like no, it was scary yeah. at a point and so sometimes people will be like well if you can't have rice grains why can't you eat a rice cake? I wish you I could have... tell me. <laughs> I don't know. I wish you could I tell me. Like, it, yeah. So there are certain foods and it could be in the way that a rice cake is processed. It mm-hmm. could be It's so many different things, but there are certain foods that might work well. I have a client who doesn't digest spinach or salmon well. Those are two things that if I wrote a diet for a client would probably be in there. And it does not fit well in her digestion. So there are things that you might eat that might be good for you and not for someone else, right? Mm -hmm. And so listen to your body. If you're eating something and your body doesn't digest it well, or you don't feel well after eating it. There's a reason why, you know? And so even if it's salmon or it's rice, or it's something that is healthy to the general population, that doesn't mean your body is going to digest it the same as their body. So this is why one diet doesn't fit all or why your friend could lose weight on a diet and you do the same diet and you don't lose weight. So food and nutrition, all the food we eat, carbs, fats, proteins, they're all there. For a reason, there's mm-hmm. a reason that you're eating protein to recover. It's because your protein is made up of amino acids, which is the building blocks of the protein. Yes. So, there's a reason that you're eating carbs. They supply your body with energy. Fats, they have a very important role in your brain health and mm-hmm. and digestion and lubrication. There's each food group, each macro has, has a
0: responsibility, a
1: role in your body that's extremely important for keeping you alive. Yeah, and so. If You're feeling lethargic or you're feeling super low energy and you're only eating uh protein and fat, mm-hmm. carbs, boom, <laughs> like that, you're missing energy, you know. Um, if you're not recovering properly and you're lifting really hard and you're eating no protein,
0: <laughs> boom, that's it's it. telling you, I yeah. need
1: some protein, you know. So, when it comes to nutrition, your body speaks to you in that way too, where it's saying, I need. A nutrient of some sort, whether that nutrient is a a carbohydrate or protein, whether it's a a micronutrient, whether you're missing some vitamins and minerals, Mm -hmm. water, water, water is so essential, literally to keeping you alive. So dehydration, we all know the signs of dehydration, especially right now. That's like one of the most,
0: that's one of the most prominent ways that your body talks to you. When you're dehydrated, you will know, you feel it, you get headaches, you, you get where you, know, well, you can drink fog. a glass of
1: water and literally feel yeah. your body like coming back There's, to
0: life. <laughs> There's been times, I remember when I was in college, again, you know, I played in Houston. Houston is humid, it's hot. And there was one time I was, cr- I, I, it got to a point where I could feel the cramps. And that's something, that's one thing I struggled with during games is because we would play and I would drink plenty of water, plenty of electrolytes, but I lost so much sweat that like I I always had to find different ways to keep i was on ivs like i would get on an iv at halftime uh just because it was more effective for me to get through the those games than drinking water. just yeah. drinking water and i remember one time i was cramped i can it got to a point where i could feel the cramps coming before i had like a we had you know it, there were a lot of different remedies we had you know obviously gatorade and all different types of just salt water um but one thing that we drank was pickle juice like that was just i know it's crazy <laughs> but it it, it Crazy as it sounds, pickle juice worked for me. Yeah. And it was it was crazy. As soon as I I never even swallowed it. As soon as I like tasted it, my body was like, electrolytes.
1: Salt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was like salt, yes. And I felt better before I even just downed the pickle juice. Like I felt it instantly. So I think that's one of the most prominent ways that your body talks to you is when it comes to food and nutrition, hunger. When you're hungry, you know, right? Your body tells you, you you have to get some food, especially this one right here. It talks to me more (laughs) than it talks to her. Um, She's hungry. She's hungry. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, So, and honestly, too, you know, learning how to listen to your body in regards to nutrition, it takes time. You're not going to feel it right away. Like some people don't know how to listen to their body, so they don't know what, um, things that are happening within their body, or what it means. Yeah, I was per gonna say. say
1: they might feel it like we might. A client might say like, "I'm tired." Like, did you get sleep last night? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm just tired today. That's yeah, it. that's all. I did go out with the company <laughs> last night and had a whole bottle of wine, but I don't know. Like, I'm just tired. So, and we talk about we, it. So, exactly. <laughs> but sometimes you feel the things going mm-hmm. on where we might say are you getting in enough protein? And they're like, oh, well, I guess I've only been eating French fries for the last three weeks.
0: That's your you answer. You might be
1: missing protein or we might recognize signs where we might say like, I, you you haven't been drinking enough water. And they're like, oh, I have a glass here and there. Yeah. Like, you and, know.
0: And speaking of protein, there's a, and it takes a while. I've, I honestly never felt this until maybe like three or four years ago, mm-hmm. but I'm to a point now where, And I think it was because like when she did prep for bodybuilding or she had a bodybuilding show that we were prepping for before COVID kind of canceled everything. But that was the first time I put myself through any and I wasn't like following it like 100, maybe 95 percent. But that was the first time where I started to understand like instances where I needed protein. Like I could walk around, um, you know, after a workout, obviously I'll eat. And then three hours later, I'm like, man. I, think I need some protein. like I feel <laughs> like I can feel it's this distinct I can't even describe it, yeah, but it's a it's a certain feeling that my body tells me like, oh, you need some protein right now. I will literally go whip up some chicken breasts or you know whatever the case may be and feel a hundred like thousand percent better. So my point is it, it, it takes time, right you have to learn your body right? It's like like she said, it's like learning another language, right? You have to learn how your body is talking to you and understand how to kind of troubleshoot it. Um to make sure that you know you're 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 covering uh every aspect of of how your body's talking to you, yeah. so
1: I think um, for the last one, yeah men- mentally, how your body talks to you. Mm. that one, like you said earlier, stress,
0: yeah,
1: th- like you can do everything right, and if you are stressed, mm-hmm. it will eat you from the inside out, yeah, and that is outside in (laughs) inside out like stress is something it can make you lose weight it can make you gain weight it Mm -hmm. can give you headaches it can make you feel like your body is shutting down it stresses you know there there's good stress and there's bad stress if you're working out really hard that's a stressor to your body but it's great if you are going through you know, major traumatic events, life changes, things like that, they mm-hmm. have a toll on you yeah. and on your body. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's in our control, sometimes it's not. So having ways that you cope mm-hmm. with those stressors, and I'm preaching to my own choir, like I, yeah. I, that's something I'm actively working on. But there's times where I will feel like a migraine coming. My body doesn't feel well, and he'll be like, you're stressed. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not that stressed, I'm good. And yeah. then I'll sit down and like- boom understand really like the reality of what's happening but there are times you you probably don't notice your stress because you're so consumed with all the stressors Mm -hmm. that are going on that you're like it's not stress i just have to handle it you know so that really affects your body too in a way that you have to listen because if you don't you will make yourself sick you will injure yourself you Mm -hmm. will Continue to go backwards. So much easier said than done. Like oh, I said, 100%. um <laughs> And stress,
0: to be honest with you, is the hardest one to recognize sometimes. Absolutely. Because again, you know, there are a lot of people. You know, we're we're ambitious, right? We have goals, we have dreams. There are things we want to pursue. And in our last episode, we talked about just the, our everyday lives and mm-hmm. how busy it is. And when you're when you're on the grind, sometimes. Sometimes you have that mentality, like I don't have time to be stressed. Like I'm good, or you keep telling yourself I'm good. Too blessed to be stressed. Yeah, like <laughs> you tell yourself, like I'm good, I'm good, I'm not stressed. Like I'm not, that, I'm nothing can phase me. I'm, I'm, I'm that guy. But sometimes it's like you know, you really got to dial back and, you know, really listen to your body and say like, okay, I got a lot of stuff going on, right? We you know, I have a business, I got, you know, and this is hypothetical, I got business, I have kids to worry about, I have, you know, school, like, it's a lot of different things. When you really put it on a plate, you can see it, right? Sometimes I, I write down everything that I have going on, because just seeing it on paper, kind of allows me to 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 look at him like, wow, I have a lot of stuff that I'm trying to do all at once. And yeah. 24 hours isn't enough time in a day to really Do all of this stuff, so it 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 really helps me recognize, like, man, I need to make some priorities. And a lot of times, the priorities is myself, right? I need to put more energy into myself to where I can take that step back. Because if you're heavily consumed within everything that you have going on on a daily basis, you're going to ignore the stress, and stress will affect you more than everything that we listed today: your workouts, your nutrition, your recovery. Stress will will hurt you more than anything, right? So, um.
1: That's something we're literally both literally, actively working right on. So maybe we'll do a whole nother podcast <laughs> yeah, on that. But for sure. it is so true. It will
0: it will consume you. <laughs> it will destroy you. You know what I mean? So in order to, you know, listen to your body, I I'd say stress is the hardest and you can't it's not gonna be one of those things where your body talks to you, you listen and you do something, right? You have to almost do it in a from a preventative standpoint, right? So for example, we have a lot of travel coming up. We have a lot of things we're trying to accomplish. Uh, we have a lot of videos we're trying to do. Uh, also, I have a we have a wedding video we're trying to put out soon. Um, we're excited about that. But with all the things we have coming up, I have to like, you know, prioritize myself within all the stuff that we have mm-hmm. going on. So, for example, even like today, I'm like, man, I have a lot going on. Like I need to find just a window of time to really put some energy into myself to really break away from it. So I was like, you know what, maybe today I'll go. I go to the golf range and hit some golf balls. Like that's become something that's kind of stress relieving for me because it kind of kind of gets me out, it takes me away from everything and all I it kind of helps me focus on a new craft, right? Yeah. I'm not focused on editing this video, I'm not focused on getting back to these emails or a client. I'm just focused on hitting the golf ball as far as I can and, yeah. <laughs> and trying to get better so that I can go play with my friends and beat them every single time. So that is <laughs> that is you know from a stress standpoint i think that's the best way to tackle that don't let your body talk to you you know take care of your body in the sense of have certain things in place that is going to help you be mentally uh sane to where you don't your body doesn't have to talk to you cuz that's the worst way that your body will talk to you is when it comes to stress and 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 you'll never even sometimes you don't even know what to attribute it to like you'll have a headache but you might attribute it to something completely different but deep down it's really just all the stressors that you have going on within your body so That is pretty much um, what we wanted to get out of this conversation. (laughs) Like that, it's just just been a burning thought of like, if my body could talk to me, if my body could verbally talk to to me, how much better would I be on a daily basis? So as you go throughout your everyday life, when you wake up in the morning, when you're at work, picking up your kids from school, coming home, eating dinner, continue to ask yourself, like, what does my body need right now? Like how, if my body could talk to me Right now, what 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 do you think it would...
1: Or what signals is it giving? What yeah. is it saying? Yeah. You know, like if you feel the stomach rumbling, what does that
0: mean? <laughs> I'm hungry. I'm hungry, right? Yeah. So
1: just being, I think, more aware of what your body Awareness. is saying um, and understanding. And again, like he said, sometimes you might feel something you may not know where it's coming from, but that kind of gives you a deeper dive into your body and what is going on,
0: Correct.
1: Um, which is kind of how I found out I had lupus because yep. I was having all these symptoms and it was... A journey of like oh it's this 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 but you're paying attention you're making mm-hmm. note um and it may lead you to understanding your body in a whole different way yeah. um or like the greek yogurt you could be eating <laughs> that thing every day and then one day your body's like all right that's enough no yeah. more greek
0: <laughs> you know so and to the lupus standpoint too like you know That was a hard thing because you were actively trying to it wasn't like, you you know, you were ignoring the signs. You were actively trying to figure out the signs. And the crazy part about that was we were going to doctor's appointment after doctor's appointment and doctors telling her one thing. Doctors (laughs) telling her another thing. But guess what? It took her being persistent, persistent, knowing her body, knowing that, no, this isn't it. No, that I didn't isn't, pull a
1: muscle in my chest. <laughs> <laughs> it isn't a
0: pulled muscle. It isn't, you know, a strained rib. This is something going on deeper. I don't know yeah. what it is. I can't explain it to you. And it took that mindset of really understanding yourself to where she, you know, we're blessed to get the breakthrough to understand that we needed to see a rheumatologist because one...
1: <laughs> I knew something wasn't right she knew and. It. Long story short, we'll get into this maybe another day, but my mom was diagnosed with cancer at 32. And she went through the same thing of people telling her she's young, she's fine, she's Mm -hmm. healthy, she's young, she's fine. And every day my mom came home and knew something was wrong. So I think just in a nutshell, that could do one of two things. It could make you freak out like you're sick all the time, Mm -hmm. or it can also show you like no but if you do know your body listen to your body listen yeah. to yourself and listen to your gut and everything Always. but especially in instances like that because if i know i'm doing all the right things and this kind of wraps up the yeah. episode if you are doing all the right things you're eating well you're working out you're drinking water you're recovering and you're still getting symptoms and signs of something yeah. something's off yeah. you know and it it could be something simple like you're not, you're drinking water, but you're not getting in electrolytes, yeah. you know, like you're doing all the right things, but something is just missing and off. So yep. sometimes your body tells you things because it's really trying to get your attention. And sometimes it's telling you things because it's just like <laughs> chill out for, for the yeah, day, you know, like sure. it's, it's. There's so many different things and we covered a lot of different topics. And mm. of course it could be, well, I have a headache. Where is it coming from? Did I drink enough water? Did I eat well? Did I eat something wrong? You know, and sometimes it sucks. It's a guessing game, like finding out the rice. That was <laughs> such a, and it sucks for him because he, I don't even eat rice he also much. had to do the elimination yeah. diet because we cook for each other and eat the same food. Correct. So for him, it was like, oh, we're only eating chicken and sweet potato. Cool. Or (laughs) there's been times,
0: there's literally been times where we, you know, she'd come home from her Target run with a new snack and she was like, oh, try these. Oh, man. And she'll eat a new snack. And then two hours later, she's like, oh, my stomach's been hurting. I don't know. I'll go look at the label of that snack. And the second or first ingredient is rice flour.
1: We love supportive husbands.
0: <laughs> and I'm like, Toya, It's <laughs> rice flour in there. That's why your stomach hurts. She's like, oh, my God. And then, you know, it's it's literally. I didn't mean
1: it. <laughs> it's,
0: it's literally connecting the dots. So, yeah, we say all this to say, you know, you may not know how to listen to your body in many senses and many cases, but um, control what you can control. Yeah. Right. Like you know we've have we've have experience right we've experienced it within our own bodies we've experienced with you know we've worked with so many people to the point where we might may not have went through certain things but we've understand understood through certain instances that oh this happened to a client before it's probably because of this right we have so much data over time to experience. really an experience to understand like what our body needs is all, at all times you may not have that yet you you're still figuring out your body especially if you're just getting into you know, you're just starting your health and fitness journey, you don't know what your body's telling you, right? So it it just takes you being conscious, control what you can control, you know, think of all the things that we talked about today. And if you have certain symptoms or certain things that you're going through, check down the list, right? Just go down the list and see, am I getting enough sleep? Am I, you know, do I have enough energy? Am I eating enough carbs, protein, whatever the case may be? And I guarantee you, you might hit one of those boxes and feel completely better yep. once you once you hit it, right? So it takes time. You're not going to understand it over time. But, you know, the more you learn your body, the more you understand your body. Honestly, again, you'll learn to listen, you'll learn the language, and it's going to buy you some longevity. And, again, that's the name of the game, right? We're trying to be on Earth as long as possible. We're trying to live health. health. I'm trying to be – honestly, let me, let me be honest with you. I'm trying to be 80 years old going on a 10-mile run because I can and I feel good. And I'm going to look... I'm, I'm just still, trying to
1: be on a beach somewhere and chilling.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to... <laughs> look, listen, I'm trying to be that that grandpa that's shredded. You know what I mean? So, and, and feeling good and, and looking like I still got... I got 80 more years to go. You know what I mean? So...
1: I'm here for it. Yeah. I'm here for I, it. I, you should be. <laughs> we're going to do it together. Um, so but real, listen to your body. Um, um Real we... quick,
0: we got about 10, five or ten minutes. Let's do a quick little segment. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we, we did that in the first episode, so I, I figured we should do it real quick. So uh, FAQ. So if you don't know, we're going to do some segments, uh, FAQ, Frequently Asked Questions, because we get asked a lot of questions, especially on the YouTube channel, some that we've answered multiple times before. But we're going to keep nailing it until mm-hmm. you guys understand And whatever the case may be. So we got a few questions for each other um, that we're going to answer real quick just to kind of cover some things that you might be wondering about or, you know. Or that's been asked a lot. Yeah. So I got a question for you, Toya, and I'm going to ask it in a perspective of I hit the mic. Sorry. I'm (laughs) going to ask it in the perspective of a 58 year old male. All right. So. Hi, Toya. My name is jermaine and you know i've I've, I've been doing your workouts on youtube they're amazing um there are some movements or some exercises or workouts that i'm not necessarily comfortable with or can't do you know i got some knee pain shoulder pain here and there so can you make a workout you know for us 50 uh, you know 50 plus uh just to make sure that you know you're covering all the demographics make sure the people who are 50 plus has something to work
1: out to so you're asking me to make a workout for 50 plus
0: yeah, so, because, you know, it's a that's, lot of us out here that... That's your question? Yeah.
1: The channel's full of them. What do you mean? Stop putting an age limit <laughs> on a workout. Uh, stop. Why? Stop limiting yourself because, But I'm Jermaine, 50. I that's can't a great do question. what the 20-year-olds can do. it for you. Yes, you can. First of all, there is no rule book that says at 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 that you have to stop doing X, okay. right? Okay. So you never wanna limit yourself to a workout or from a workout simply because of your age. Mm. You, if anything else, should be doing strength training. Don't mm. you want healthy, strong joints and bones, Jermaine? So <laughs> there are no age limits to, the, I would never make a workout and say this for all all my people who are 50 plus or 60 plus or 70 plus, because I would never want someone who's 30 thinking they can't do that workout. And I would never want someone who's 60 thinking they can't do a workout who's made for 30 year olds, right? We have physically literally had clients in their seventies, eighties doing stuff that our clients in our twenties can't do. And I'm not exaggerating. So doesn't matter your age. It doesn't matter your age. Limit or modify a workout how you need to, regardless of how old you are. Mm -hmm. If you're 80 and you can squat with a 15 pound dumbbell, congratulations, that's amazing. If you're 80 and you have limitations that keep you from squatting with a 15 pound dumbbell, that is you. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You might be able to squat to a box or squat body weight or put a, put yeah. a band on or hold a five-pound weight, yeah. right? It doesn't matter just because you're 80. And you could be 20 years old and not be able to mm-hmm. do that, yeah. right? So we're never going to make an age-limited or age-ranged <laughs> workout because it, yeah. we don't want you to put yourself in that category. And also how... Offensive yeah, what, what. to people who are in their 50s, <laughs> who are 60s, moving 70s. Don't put them in that. Don't say yeah, for people like quite, us. Yeah. And don't say for those of us in that age category. Because you, our Facebook group is full of them. Yeah. People out here breaking records, lifting heavier than they did in their 20s, running marathons, (laughs) doing things that they didn't do when they were younger because of that fear, right? And don't be afraid to jump. And let me say one more thing, Uh and I'm going to wrap it up. We can do a whole other episode on it. Squatting when you're older. I don't squat. I don't lunge. I don't deadlift. You don't sit to a toilet? Uh Oh. That's a squat. That's a squat. Is it not? That's a squat. So as you get older, you should be focused on those movements because they're functional Uh and they're going to do what? Increase your longevity. Longevity. That's the name of the game. Boom.
0: Yeah. And then also too, I think people who, it's more so people I think that, and there's nothing wrong with this, right? But there's more so people who have limitations Yes. who are the ones that say, create this for us. But and assuming that everybody 50 Who's plus in that has HB limitations, yep. but the thing is, you know, if you have limitations and you're trying to, you know, we get a lot of questions saying like, I wish this workout didn't have lunges. Why? Yeah. And you don't, is it because you don't like lunges? If are lunges too difficult for you, do they hurt your knees? A lot of the times it's a personal issue that mm-hmm. needs to be addressed in order for you to be able to do lunges. I think yeah. a lot of people assume oh i'm 50 lunges i don't know sometimes people hear stuff like oh, i'm 50 you lunges, should stop doing lunges at your 50th birthday but it's these are all we can go down the list deadlifts this is this is a functional exercise squats lunges push-ups all of these different functional exercises are literally when i when i train somebody for the first time a lot of cases we don't even touch weights i'm just there to assess how you move mm-hmm. can you squat how do you squat without weight how do you lunge without weight? If you can't How do you do it with weight? It, it, exactly. Right. Even, even that, yeah, exactly. So if you can do a, a perfect squat without weight, and I put a 20-pound dumbbell on your hand and it looks like everything <laughs> <laughs> It looks like everything falls apart, right? So, you know, these are all functional movements that everybody, no matter what your age, you should be able to do it to some extent, right? So a lot of times if you feel like you need to uh you know, you're trying you you need a workout to you know, fulfill your limitations. You need to address your own personal problems. Stop that you have putting in your yeah, friends man. in the same
1: category. They're out there running marathons. They out
0: here, man. There, there are people thirty years got thirty years on us in their sixties doing things that I can't even. I can tell you right now. I can. I mean, granted, I hurt my Achilles, but even with the, a great Achilles, I can. I cannot run a marathon. And I know fifty, sixty plus year mm-hmm. olds who have run multiple marathons. Yeah. Right. So. Don't put that limitation. They're swinging
1: kettlebells. They're Man, doing all the listen. things that you're putting limitations on yourself. Listen. And if you can't properly do it, that's a whole that's other a whole, yeah. category. But don't limit yourself just because of age. And maybe sure. we'll do a whole podcast episode on we, that We should. Because we, we get should. that a lot. That's Man, a good that's FAQ. Th- Thank you. Cool. All right, should all you right. ask me one? Yeah. Okay. So my question to you is, mm-hmm. I love your 30-minute dumbbell strength workout. Thank Can you. I do this workout every single day?
0: yes and no and here's why and I think people ask this uh, granted people ask this because they let's say the 30 minute you said 30 minute workout people ask this because they see the workout they do it and they love it and they're comfortable with it they're like oh okay even if they're not if they don't complete it it's they they know it's something that's achievable Mm -hmm. so they're like all right if I do this every day and get better at it, I'm going to get better, which
1: I'm achieving something. Yes.
0: Which success to that extent? Yes. Especially if you're just getting started, movement is going to work more than anything. You don't need this specific program. Honestly, if you're just getting started, you're just getting into a routine movement every day is going to work. Mm-hmm. It's going to help your body. Right. But we've talked about this. in again, go back to that episode about how to create your own training program. You do that. Let's say you do it every day. And I'm assuming people when they say every day, I I'm and I'm, I'm assuming it's not Sunday to Sunday, right? I'm assuming no, it's,
1: it's Sunday to Sunday.
0: Okay, it's Sunday. Like, to can day. I
1: do this every day?
0: Okay, so yes and no, and it depends on the workout. But if you're, it depends what your goals are too. Because if you're looking to lose weight, at some point that workouts are going to become easy. If you're not doing any type of progressive overload or whatever the case may be, it's going to come to a point where your body's going to get acclimated to that workout mm-hmm. to where. If your goal is to lose body fat or to build strength, you're going to plateau, right? So yes, to a certain extent, if you're moving for the first time and you haven't, you know, you you haven't had structure, yeah, that movement every day is going to help you. And even if it's just 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day, it's a good exercise, right? But as you go through time, let's say three or four weeks down the road, you still, first of all, you're going to get burnt out. (laughs) And I can't tell you how many times have we had uh, we get this a lot and there's nothing wrong with it. I love it. And I try to support, there's been times where I try to support it, but I don't, it, it, it doesn't work, but I see people, they'll comment and they're like, I'm going to do this every day for 30 days. And they'll write in the comments and I'm going to come back and, and write down how I did each day. And I'll see day one, you know, did 20 minutes, burn this amount of calories. And I never see them, you know, they might do it two or three times. And I think I never the see longest
1: them. I've seen is day six,
0: maybe day six or so. Right. So I think, People get comfortable with the workout and they want to do it every day and they like it, but you got to switch it up at, at some point or another. And especially if you're someone who does workout frequently, doing it every day is not going to help. You got to keep continue to trick your body. You have to continue to add some variation, some variability to your workouts to make sure yourself if you're doing the
1: same workout every day eventually you're just going through the motions and you're just like you know what's coming next so you're just kind (laughs) of going through i see your little trick i see your little trick
0: exactly and then honestly too i I think there's it's a mental game too because within a workout right you 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 know you know the workout by then you know the squats you know which exercise is coming up next and you probably might have an exercise within the workout you don't like and you might purposely slack through it. You know it's coming up and I'm like, I'm I'm just going to let me just get to the to the abs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So continue to make it push yourself, continue to make yourself uncomfortable. Is it OK to do it every day? Yes and no. But remember, you need that variability in order to grow and progress. So Wonderful. that's my that's my answer to that. That's a good answer. Yeah.
1: Well, to wrap up this episode, my body is talking to me. Oh what
0: is your, what is your if your body could talk to you right now, Latoya, what would it say?
1: You know you ran on that treadmill this morning and you didn't feed me after What's wrong? You with decided you? to do a little podcast after <laughs> I am hungry. Where is my food
0: Yeah, my, my body's saying kind of the same thing, but it's also like, yo bro, your gray sh- your, your light gray shirt turned into a dark gray shirt today because you sweat so much. So you got about one hour to get me some water or electrolytes or I'm going to cramp this joint up.
1: Well, my body said you got about 10 minutes to feed me or we're just going to lay on the floor and it's going <sighs> to be too late. And you know what happens when it's too late? If it gets to a point where I get so hungry, I would rather just go to she sleep. She said it's too late. <laughs> than eat. It's, it gets to a point where I'd rather just go to sleep. And the- and so, I don't have time for a nap today. So <laughs> and that is
0: not honest. And her just wanting to go to sleep, that's not her body talking to her. That's just it just shuts it down. It just shuts down. It just so. shuts down. Like, so don't let your body. If shut I
1: tell him it's getting to that point, he jumps up yeah, and he's I'm, like, I'm, Nope, I nope into what action. are we eating? What are I we eating? Because if yeah. I get to the point, it's over. But no, this all of this to say, listen to your body and Every the many day. different things that it tells you. Yeah. Um, but we appreciate you guys for joining us. Yes. Um,
0: Make sure keep, you go hit that. Oh, oh no,
1: I was just going to say, keep the suggestions coming. Oh, We've yeah, seen yeah. a lot of suggestions, some topics that a lot of people have asked where we're like, okay, definitely got to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there's specific things you would like us to talk about or things that you're curious about, health, nutrition, lifestyle, stress. Mental health, us in general, whatever you guys want to. It's a lot to talk about. It's a lot. We have a lot of
0: episodes to come. So again, we appreciate the support. Um, if you haven't already, go to the Juice and Toya podcast YouTube channel. Go subscribe there. We're almost at two thousand subscribers. Um, we're excited about that. We appreciate everybody who's been listening, joining along, and and continue to share, man. I think this. you know we've had a lot of feedback within the first couple of episodes and people are loving it and you know we've had since the first episode people are like oh i wish it was longer so we're trying to stretch it to an hour or so maybe but not too long cuz we got yeah. stuff to do but <laughs> um <laughs> again appreciate y'all go to the Juice and Toya podcast channel but also share it on apple we have it on google Podcasts, spotify wherever you get your podcast drop us a rating drop us a like and uh again continue to let us know what you want we're looking you know, we, again, we built our YouTube channel off of you guys. So we're going to do the same thing with this podcast as well. So, again, we thank you guys for joining us for another Juice and Toya podcast. And uh we'll see you, see next. you
1: all for the next one.